I am so glad you're here at the Generation Cedar podcast. I'm Kelly Crawford, wife and mom to 11. Yes, I birthed 11 kids. You have come to the right place if you crave to live and parent with purpose and need encouragement and inspiration to do your most important job, raising kids for the kingdom. Check in every Monday for your short, powerful shot in the arm or subscribe for the deeper meteor episodes every Wednesday. Let's dive into today's episode. Today's episode is Overwhelmed or Overcoming, the Danger of Focusing on the Mess. It seems almost fashionable, doesn't it, for women in the internet world to emphasize, even glorify, weaknesses and frailty. We are, after all, weak and frail. And to hide that fact, especially as we try to paint a picture of our lives in this online community, would be lying as well as discouraging to others who often feel they're just keeping their heads above the water. I do want to be transparent, but I have discovered a danger in too much dwelling on our failures. Megan Hill wrote an article for Christianity Today called The Very Worst Trend Ever. It's really great. A snippet, I wanted to read a snippet. It says, all stories, including self-deprecating humor and amusing little blog anecdotes, have theological implications. As Christians, our current obsession with brokenness may have us getting a little too comfortable with a life defined by often petty imperfections. I can easily talk myself into being overwhelmed instead of being an overcomer in the strength and power of the Lord. And if I glorify my weakness, we only glory in our weakness because his strength is made perfect there, I can become lazy, misusing God's grace to prevent me from embracing the transforming power of the gospel. I can fall into a defeatism that may bleed into spiritual laxness if you will. Do you know what I mean by that? The more we tell ourselves we're just messy and broken, the more we begin to believe it and the less we strive for growth and maturity in our Christian faith. We have been saved not only from something, but to something. We weren't meant to be stagnant, flailing Christians, barely scraping by in a day. There is not only nothing wrong with improvement, it's biblical. Second Peter 1 5. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self control, and self control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The more I dwell on my weakness, how I fall short, how I don't measure up, the more I believe it and live it. It's the subtle but enormous power of suggestion. Is this biblical thinking? What is our right response to a flesh that fails when we serve a God who doesn't? Gently, my Heavenly Father has really been speaking to me about this. One line from Proverbs 31 shouts at me. Strength and dignity are her clothing. I have to keep taking my eyes off of my limitations and remember he isn't limited. I have to remember that he has always delighted to use not strong, confident, amazing people, 
but empty people because that's when his strength can be demonstrated the most. Years ago, we had a F5 historical record-breaking tornado rip through our community and, and destroy everything, everything in its path. Our home, my parents who lived next door on, on our farm, our entire landscape, everything was wiped away. And I never realized how much an event could change your life. Of course, there was the physical devastation of it all, but I truly was not prepared for the emotional crisis it would sling me into, and I wasn't prepared for how long it would last. And in the middle of that, I began to feel like my weakness owned me and defined me, and it was terrifying at times because I thought it might dominate me forever. I wrote a short devotional book in the middle of that called When Motherhood Feels Too Hard, but I'm so thankful how the Lord used that project to rally within me a fighting spirit. It's true that we often find ourselves desperately alone or scared or just exhausted, but He doesn't leave us there. In the midst of life, we have the choice to persevere, and He is the source through which we do it. I need to live like a child of the King, fully equipped for good works, not given to defeat or despair, because ultimately I am indwelt by the Spirit of the Almighty, and I can do this. I need to be talking to myself differently. That's the being clothed in strength and dignity part. I need to be pondering the promises of rising up as eagles and being more than conquerors. That equips me and grows me. It doesn't change the hard days or make me a superwoman, but it helps me keep the right perspective. We are walking in the same flesh as Abraham, Moses, Paul, and Peter did. He gave them grace for their journey, and He gives it to us too. God has given you a task, and He is faithful who called you. Thanks so much for listening today. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me through my blog at generationcedar.com or catch me on Facebook or Instagram. Tell me what has helped you. Tell me what you'd like to hear or just tell me your story. Until next time. Thank you.